Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Welcome on out here to Mohawk High School, your site for tonight's action here in high school basketball. Tonight we have a non-league matchup. Obwell Loudon Chieftains taking on the Mohawk Warriors. Obwell 15-2 overall on this season. Mohawk currently 13-5 on the year. These two played last season in the district's title over at Liberty Benton. Mohawk able to come away with a win in that matchup on March 3rd of 2023. This is SBC River Basketball and Classic Kids 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. Lance Moore is alongside Matt Brown for today's matchup between Hopewell Loudon and Mohawk. Matt, another big matchup here today. Non-league matchup for both of these teams that, of course, familiar with each other, even though first time each other on the season but that Matt this is a team I mean we've seen Hopewell a bunch you've seen Mohawk a good amount yourself so what are some of the things you're looking to see in this one well I think that Hopewell has a lot of firepower tonight so Mohawk's gonna have to get it together really quick I had a nice little interview with Hunter Haynes the other night at New Riggle at the girls game he seemed very confident that you know they can come out and get it done they had a great night last night against Winford Hunter Haynes 17 Boomer Cleveland had 13 Heyman came at Kane Heyman poured in nine Connor Flood contributed 10 and Braden Chester had nine. So they had great overall scoring last night against Winford. My scouting, my scouter last night was at the game, told me that if Mohawk can play tonight like they did last night, they've got a shot here. But I, you know, I told Hunter, I said, Hope Loudon's a great team. They have massive firepower. Evan Crease, Donovan Elmore, Blake Barrier, Carter Yarbarrow, Martinez, Brian Martinez, Evan Crease. I mean, they they got tons of offensive players. I told them that they need to get up early they need to be 20 points ahead at halftime if possible because hopewell is a great second half team they won't die you and i've seen that several times this year and just the other night over at Fort, a buzzer beater it, just incredible how these kids come back so i think i look for i hope i see donovan elmore get utilized more i said this the last game the big man six nine senior when he gets his hand near, he's eight feet. They, they have to be using his more. He should be touching the ball, in my opinion, every trip down the floor. It's easy two points for him, posting up, getting up off the glass, and getting easy two. Evan Kreese, an all-around generational type player. You know, we've seen this kid do it all. Just there at 04, he grabs the ball with what? .3 seconds left, puts it off the glass, and they win the game in a buzzer beater. Great kid. Blake Barrier, really another big-time hustler. And Cardi Yarborough, don't follow him late in the game. 88% free throw shooter. He's going to beat you at the line every time. He's he's, leading the, he's way high on the three-pointers this year. And same way with Brandon Martinez, another good player. I think Mohawks got their hands full tonight. Um, hope we have another game. We just saw a nice tight one the other night at Elmwood School versus Van Buren. Another great game. I'm enjoying just tagging along, seeing all these good basketball games. 
And I think uh, another thing to certainly keep in mind is just kind of the overall revenge factor because uh, yes. Hopewell early on last season played Mohawk. Mohawk certainly got the better of them. It was, I, I don't remember the score off the top of my head. Yep. I know it was a blowout yep. the first time they played in the regular season. District title game, very much not the case. It was, you know, a few points here, a few points there. Mohawk able to come away with the win advance to the regionals down in Bowling Green. I, I, I'm going to venture that uh, everyone on this Hopewell side has uh, certainly not forgot how that felt last season. No, I'm sure that stung pretty hard, and they want revenge here tonight at the home court. They'd love to come out here and just, you know, do damage here at the Warrior camp tonight, but I think it's going to be, I think they're going to come out, the Warriors going to come out and play good defense. I mean, I'm a defensive guy. You know that. I screamed out all the other night at, at, at Homewood School. But uh, I think they'll do a great job. And so well, we're going to have, have a fun game tonight, see what goes on here. But, you know, like I said, Hopewell's got some kids, uh, young men out here. Evan Kreese is eighth in the league at the Higgins Index. You've got he's ninth for points. Donovan Elmore, 13 for points. You know, two points for game, creases it right up there. I mean, these kids are all up in the high in the high statistics. And I said earlier, Carter Yarbrough, a three-point guy, fourth in the league with three-pointers. So they have so much firepower. How do you shut them down? Get out early. That's my coaching strategy tonight. You know, if I'm coach done, I get out here early. I want Hunter Haynes draining them and getting, you know, a lot of three-pointers quick, try to get the easy three-pointers if they can early. And I think on the Mohawk side, another guy, I know you mentioned Hunter Haynes, obviously, but Braden Chester was a big reason they were able to win that game against Hope all year ago. I don't remember, again, how many points he had, but right. I know he was their leading scorer in that one in a game where Hope was able to limit the all-time leading scorer in you know, Mohawk graduate in A.J. Hess, and that, you know, Chester's performance kind of was the difference in that district title game. Yes, and we'll watch him tonight, you know, just because he had nine points last night. Doesn't mean he can't come out here and score 19. He's got that ability to get that done. I have seen him play a couple games this year, and they look pretty good to me. I mean, but this is by far the toughest match I've seen him play here, to, you know, tonight against the Hopewell. I've seen Hopewell that they're with massive offensive player players. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Come back, starting lineups, opening tip here from Mohawk. You're listening to High School Basketball on Classic. It's 96.7 WB. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Our original watershed is located off of Plaza Drive, and our second location is found near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Bring your containers and fill up for only a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Get toned, get healthy, get fit, and get ready to head to the new fully equipped Grit Gym at 2499 West Market Street in Tiffin. 
Take the first step with Brit and experience all new equipment, new machines, new turf, new power racks. Visualize a new you with one-on-one -on -one or group personalized training under coaching from one of the Brit Strength Trainers. Get ready for a new experience, a new facility, and a new you with Brit. Grand opening at their new location in December. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We are here from Mohawk, your site for today's action here in Mohawk, playing host to Opel Loudon. WBBI online through WBBI.com. Starting lineups for today on the Hopewell side. No surprise for their starting five. Four seniors and one junior. That low junior, of course, Braylon Martinez. The seniors, Carter Yarbrough, Blake Barrier, Donovan Elmore, Evan Kreese. Starting five tonight for Hopewell. Loudon head coach for the Chieftains is Roger Jury. On the Mohawk side, they will start a handful of juniors here tonight along with Hunter Haynes, who is also a junior. He goes with Boomer Cleveland, Connor Flood, Braden Chester, and Ben Bogner, the starters for this Mohawk Warrior team. Head coach for them is Paul Dunn. Lance Morris here alongside Matt Brown as we're getting ready for tonight's game. And let's go over our keys to the game, brought to you by MJ Brown Roofing and Construction Company, where quality is a service. Call 419-447-5864 for a quote today. So, Matt, what are some of the big things you are uh, looking for for each team to uh, try and come away with the win? I want to see Donovan Elmore used more underneath. Um, he's, he's got the height. He has the talent. We've said, I've said this all season. He should be touching the ball more. For Mohawk, they're going to come out here, and they get, they've got to play great defense. You know, I'm not counting them out by any stretch of imagination. they got great, great players also, Hunter Haynes and the whole group there. I'm hoping to see that we get another great game like we did last night, the overtime game. Uh, we're getting used to seeing these overtime and double overtime games. Yeah, we had two overtime games this week. <laughs> yeah, this week we had one Calvert, New Regal at Calvert, and one last night at Elmwood. So my other key to the game is, you know, I'm defense. I'm defense. I, I preach defense. Again, I think Mohawk has to play great defense. They've got to take Crease out of the game. I think that they've got to get someone on, the, on them to guard him. And, I, again, I don't know the Mohawk Warriors line up that well, except for the Hunter. I, they've got to put somebody on Evan Crease to shut him down. They've got to watch for Carter Yarborough, great three-point shooter. We see him shooting the baseline all the time. That young man knows how to shoot a baseline. One of the toughest shots in basketball, the baseline three-pointer. Have to have tremendous focus to make that shot. So we're giving the lineups right now and getting ready to go. They're pretty excited here tonight. If you're a Mohawk fan, you're going to have a tough, there's no more seats in the house. Hopewell has taken all the other seats and half the, a third of the Mohawk seats. Hopewell Loudon has traveled here and big numbers tonight. If you're coming, you better park, find a place to park at the old high school and walk over because there's, this place is packed. Glad I bought a 50-50 ticket. Already got it ready to roll. I was going to say, you should have uh, quite the potential pot here tonight. I would hope that I, this is going to be a huge pot. Love to have it. I'd like to go on vacation. 
They've got some refs here that I've seen rough before. This should be a great game. These guys will keep the game tight. So here we go. Hopewell in their road red uniforms with the white numbers and the gray trim. Mohawk in their home white uniforms with the red numbers and black trim with the Warriors across the front. Priest will jump for Hopewell as Flood will jump for Mohawk. As it will be won by Mohawk. They'll be attacking the basket here to our left from our positioning here at Mohawk High School. Setting things up will be Boomer Cleveland. They want to get it up top. It's going to be stolen by Elmore. Up ahead, Yarbrough lay and won't go. Elmore almost had the rebound, but Connor Flood couldn't quite bring in the rebound for Mohawk, so it'll stay with Hopewell under the basket. Still scoreless just a few seconds in. Another generational type player, Donovan Elmore. Knows the game well, understands it. You saw that just right here, right off the rip, setting the tone for the quick steal. Elmore with it, top of the key for Hopewell Loudon as they'll now reset with Barrier just inside of the volleyball line. 7.35 left to go here, first quarter. Hopewell Loudon setting things up here in the half court. So get it to Elmore. He'll take the elbow jump shot. That one fades away, won't fall. Rebounded Mohawk the other way. He's Donovan, I don't think that effective on the, on the fadeaway jump shot. His specialty is underneath the bucket. Mohawk setting things up now up top with Ben Bogner. Left side for Hunter Haynes. Haynes, he'll bounce it up top to Cleveland. He'll bring it back to the volleyball line. Slight reset. See, briefly looks to drive. Now picks up his dribble. So he'll end up eventually throwing that over to Connor Flood, who comes out to bring that one out near the volleyball line. Now Mohawk will again reset. 6.55 left to go first corner. Still scoreless between Mohawk and Hopewell Loudon. Down inside. Shot oh. up and good with the foul. A big basket for Boomer, Boomer. Cleveland as Mohawk will strike first. Oh, Donovan's got to get on that better. He's got to step out and take the charge. Can't let him float in the lane and for an easy two off the glass and then late coming up for the block. He's got to step up and take the charge. Boomer Cleveland at the line for Mohawk. The in one free throw will rattle on down. A 3-0 lead for the Warriors over the Chieftains of Hopewell Loudon. 6.45 left to go first quarter. Blake Barrier with the ball. Another excellent ball handler. Martinez now has it down into Elmore. Elmore cannot finish on the reverse, but Kreese there to clean up the mess. Gets the first basket of the night for Hopewell out it. Pretty, pretty one-two punch right there by two of the top players in the SBC River Division. Mohawk now will set up their things offensively with Boomer Cleveland. He'll be blitzed by Elmore. Now he'll retreat over and fling it left side. Haynes will look to drive inside. He'll bounce it. It ends up stolen away. Carter Yarbrough now on the attack on the Hopewell Loudon side. He'll bounce it to Evan Kreese. Spin move down inside once, twice. Now gets it over towards Elmore. Elmore hands it towards Martinez. Enter it again to Elmore. Elmore right through. Unable to finish, though, over Flood. Flood the rebound. Mohawk the other way. I think Donovan Elmore was looking for the foul from Flood. Looked pretty clean straight up. Down inside, Cleveland unable to get it that to go. Elmore the steal. Crease takes it the other way now for Hopewell Loudon. Crease all the way down inside. Will finish again inside. Will Crease as that'll make it now four to three. Hopewell taking the lead. Five forty to go. Opening quarter. Well, if they think that Ben Bogner is going to be able, is going to be able to defend Evan Crease, they got to put someone faster on because Crease had him on his hip in no time going down the lane. Bogner with it on the wing. Enters it to Cleveland in the high post. He'll lose his dribble now over to Goomer Cleveland. Mohawk trying to set things up now in the half court. Trailing by one, four to three. Five fifteen left to go here. First quarter of action. Braden Chester working on Yarbrough. Shot from just inside the elbow. Rattles on down. Wasn't the prettiest looking shot, but no. this fall for Braden Chester. You know what? It doesn't matter. As long as it went into the hoop. 
Again, I think that the Warriors need to be attacking here. That'd be full court pressing. Increase in transition, doesn't get it to go. Second chance doesn't go either. Third time's a charm for Evan Crease. Wow. He has all of the Hopewell points. They retake a six to five lead. Wow, did you see the look on Coach Dunn's face after Crease had three shots at that? Someone's got to be boxing him out playing D. Hawk now setting things up in the half court. Boomer Cleveland just inside the volleyball line. They'll find Bogner. Bogner back to Cleveland. He'll take a deep three. That one too short. Rebounded Blake Barrier. Hopewell allowed it. Now will look to go the other direction. Look to add to the 6-5 to five lead. Barrier briefly driving. Finds Martinez on the cut. Ends up stolen though by Hunter Haynes. In transition he'll find Cleveland. Chester the lay-in will not go. Rebound still up for grabs. Now brought back by Hunter Haynes to keep it with Mohawk as they'll get it up top to Boomer Cleveland. Slight reset. Now Chester will look to drive on Barrier. Ripped away, another steal, Evan Kreese. Hopewell back the other way, six to five advantage. Ropewell allowed it four minutes to go open quarter. Yarbrough down inside, he'll draw the foul as they'll pick up Boomer Cleveland for that reach in. Braden Chester gonna drive the lane for the Warriors. He needs to be kicking the ball out. He had him collapse down. You're not gonna take the ball up. He's, he's not that tall to be in the land of the trees with Elmer and Kreese. Kick the ball out to the wing. Ogner will check out. Kane Heyman checking in on the Mohawk side. Donovan Elmore with it up top for Hopo Loudon following the baseline out of bounds play. They'll hand it Braylon Martinez. Now Martinez will be the one bringing it back towards the volleyball line. Reset the Hopewell Loudon offense. Six to five lead for Hopewell Loudon. Just under four minutes to go first quarter. Entry pass gonna end up stolen away. Another steal for Boomer Cleveland and Mohawk. Up ahead now, they'll swing it to Chester. Now up top for Haynes. They swing it, Cleveland open for the three. That one's off to the right, rebounded inside by Flood. Second chance, up and good for the 6'6 junior, Connor Flood. Mohawk will take a one point lead. Well, Donovan Elmore's got to box Flood out. He can't let him inside that tight. Yarbrough pull up three, comes up short. Rebounded by Haynes, Mohawk the other way. Warriors in front, seven to six. 3.23 left to go first quarter. I don't know why Hunter pulled up here at half court. He needs to be pressing the ball down floor quicker. Kane Hammond with the left corner for Mohawk, trying to spin his way down inside. He'll swing it now back up top to Cleveland. Cleveland working on creases. He'll bring it back towards the top of the key. Now he'll look to drive once again. Stops just inside the left elbow, down in towards Flood. Pass stolen away. Second steal of the night now for Carter Yarbrough. Hopewell the other way. Three minutes to go, first quarter. Steal initiated by Evan Crease. Crease now the pull up three, won't go. Rebounded inside by Boomer Cleveland. Mohawk again the other way, 2.50 to go in the first quarter. Mohawk the 7-6 lead. I think the Warriors are making a big mistake here by not pushing the ball up floor in quicker transition. They're allowing the Chieftains to set up. Chester down inside to Flood. Flood will not be able to finish that time in close. Yarbrough the rebound, now goes the other way for Hopewell Loudon. He'll stop at the top of the key, finds Martinez. Little jab step now gets it to Crease down right corner. Crease inside Elmore. Elmore won't get that one to fall. Just unable to find the bottom of the bucket that time. Mohawk back the other way. Donovan's got to get up there on the square. Just can't be throwing it up. Cleveland down inside the flood. Give and go as they'll swing it down. Open Haynes for the three. Rattles on down for Hunter Haynes. Mohawk lead now up to four with 2.05 to go first quarter. Nice three touches there to get it to Haynes for the three-pointer. Definitely good ball movement that time Excellent. by Mohawk as I think Yarbrough was trying to go for an alley-oop so Elmore didn't quite have the room for it. We'll have a foul on the floor against Mohawk. Caleb Bish check in for Mohawk. He'll come in, looks like, for Hunter Haynes. Hunter we'll see Suter check in for Hopewell Loudon. He'll come in for Donovan Elmore. 
Hansel will probably be on the sidelines for a little while as that was his second foul. Wow, two quick ones on him. Inside to Crease, up and good with the foul on the inbounds play as Crease has let his presence certainly be known on the Hope Aloud inside, has all of their eight points thus far. Did you see how nice he's in the air, catches the inbound, never comes down, knows the timing to throw it up and get the two. And one free throw coming for Evan Crease, a 54% free throw shooter. That time won't go. It's rebounded, though, briefly by Martinez. Don't get a foul in his favor as Bish comes down with the board. Mohawk now the other way. Remember Cleveland setting up the offense here for Mohawk. They lead 10 to 8. Down inside, Cleveland too strong on the lay-in. So it looks like last touched by Mohawk and be hope a loud and ball down 139. Left to go first quarter. Mohawk the two-point lead, 10 to 8. I think the Warriors need to come out here and do a little pressing here. They're allowing easy floor movement by the Chieftains. Get it over now to Crease. He'll pump fake for the left corner. Three finds Barrier on the cut. One dribble. Unable to get that one to drop as Flood straight up able to bring that one down. Takes the other way now for Mohawk. Why is Blake Barrier putting the ball on the floor? Clean catch up to the basket. Fish now with it on the left wing. Enters it inside to Flood. Flood unable to handle the entry pass though as it goes out of bounds. Back now Hopewell Loudon with 113 to go first quarter. Hopewell Loudon currently trailing Mohawk 10 to 8. Warriors had the right idea. That was a nice lob in. Too bad Flood could control it because that was going to be an easy two. Barrier will bring it across half court for Hopewell Loudon. This time Mohawk dropping back into a 2-3 zone on the defensive side. Martinez on the right wing. They'll rotate it now to Yarbrough. Back to Martinez. They'll look to drive. Martinez finishes inside with the left hand. Nifty move by the junior. Martinez ties it up at 10. Brandon Martinez is not afraid to go to the hole. We've seen that all season. He's a great penetration type player. Up top for Kane Heyman. He'll draw the foul, though, as that's going to go on Barrier. Yeah, I think that's a good call by the ref. That's pretty obvious that Barrier was out of control and bumps into him. Main Mohawk ball on the sideline. Down to 38 seconds to go in the first quarter. Driving inside, laying up and good for Kate Heyman. Mohawk will retake a two-point lead. Martinez with it, volleyball line. This looks like Mo er, Hopewell will try and hold for the final shot of the first quarter as we're down to 18 seconds. Mohawk still back in that 2-3 defensively. Barrier looks to drive, stops just outside of the free throw line. Down now to six, Martinez with it. Looks to drive inside, he'll travel instead as he was trying to create some separation. Back to Mohawk with 4.1 to go in the first. Yep, a little too bit aggressive, lost his footing. I thought Blake Berry was going to take it right to the hole. He, they, he had the lane wide open. He had thoughts about it. He definitely had thoughts about it. That much I definitely concur on. Kane Heyman has it for Mohawk, crossing half court, down in the corner. They pump fake, shot up. Does it count? No, oh. it does not. As they'll say, Flood launched it up just after the buzzer sounded. So it'll still be, though, a Mohawk lead at 12 to 10 is the score here through one quarter of basketball. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. We'll come back, start of quarter number two here for Mohawk. You're listening to High School Basketball and Class. Get 96.7 WBBI. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet. What a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components so no matter what mother nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no obligation quote today. 12 to 10, your score, Mohawk the two-point lead as we start off this second quarter of action. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI online, WBBI.com again, Mohawk. A two-point lead, 12 to 10 over Hopo allowed and through one quarter of basketball. I saw a great ball movement right at the end there, Lance, by the Warriors down underneath. Too bad they just ran out of time about a second or half a second too late. I think it's too tight of a score. The Warriors needed to be up a little more to have some separation from the Chieftains to try to distance themselves from them. As we do have Hopewell out and setting things up here in the half court. Owen Suter into the game for Evan Kreese for the time being. No doubt in Donovan Elmore going to be blocked inside by Connor Flood. And then a frustration foul yep. looks like on Martinez as Mohawk is looking to go the other way. Brandon Martinez looks frustrated on it for that. Obviously, we can see the body language up here. Great block by Flood. Way to get up on Donovan Elmore. That's something we haven't seen all year. I've seen nobody block Donovan Elmore under the bucket. Especially as kind of easy as it looked that time for yeah. Flood as well. Yep. He's Being got, six foot six certainly helps. Yep. He's going to have to get, he's definitely going to have to get a little more vertical. Driving inside is Boomer Cleveland for Mohawk. Now up top for Caleb Bish. He'll hand it to Chester. Chester looks to drive as Martinez tries to step in and take a charge, but will be a no call that time. Fish with it up top now for Mohawk. He'll look to drive. Back now outside. Three-pointer short from Chester, tipped by Flood, and then tipped by Yarbrough as it's going out of bounds. Martinez dives for it in front of the Warrior bench. It'll stay with Mohawk with 7 4 Left to go here in the first quarter. What? Definitely kind of like the hustle from Martinez yes. that time. No kidding. I was, just, I was just getting ready to comment on that. That young man's got a little bit of speed. Hopefully he run, he's running track in the spring. Well, he's also a uh, third-team All-Ohio running back, so... Perfect. That that helps too. That helps too. Down inside to flood. Mm, couldn't couldn't handle Un it. Un again, unable to handle the post pass as it goes the other way for Hopewell Loud. It's still a two-point lead for Mohawk, 12 to 10, 6.54 left to go in the first half. I think the Warriors somehow gotta somehow work in Hunter Haynes back and he's too good a shooter to be sitting on the bench here. We know he's got two quick ones, but somehow they gotta start uh, getting some outside shooting here. Freeze will swing it over to Blake Barrier now for Hopewell Loudon. Wants to enter it over to Martinez. It's stolen away instead. In transition, Boomer Cleveland will come up short on the lay-in. Rebound still up for grabs. End up briefly increases. Hands now back to Barrier. Sands wow. has to dribble it over. One of the Mohawk defenders who was on the ground. Up ahead to Martinez. Layup in transition. Up and good. Just like that, all tied up. 12-12. As we'll see Coach Roger Dury take the full timeout with 6.27 left to go here. In the first half, we'll go ahead and step aside for the timeout as well. You're listening to High School Basketball on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. 
Winter, that means snow, ice, and treacherous traveling. Make sure you have a dependable ride. Deals are happening daily at Warner Economy Corner at the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. Talk to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and they'll set you up with a quality used vehicle at a great deal. Dependability, smiles, deals, and great customer service are waiting for you at Warner Economy Corner. Deals on wheels happen every day, Monday through Saturday. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. 627 left to go in the first half of action. All knotted up 12 to 12 between Mohawk and Hopewell. Now to Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown here on Classic at 967 WBVI Online. WBVI.com. Matt, you have some thoughts? Oh, I just saw Brayden Martin Martinez just run right down the side of the lane and no uh, defense. Brayden Chester watching run right down. Or he cannot allow that or the Chiefs is going to blow this out quick. You've got to play some defense on Martinez. Kane Hammond looking to drive himself down inside for Mohawk. He won't get that one to go from just a few feet away. Donovan Elmore, the rebound up the other way now. Hopewell Loudon as Blake Barrier will briefly slow it down as they'll swing it to Martinez on the left wing. Still have Mohawk back in their 2-3 zone defensively. Back again, Martinez with it. He'll bring it back towards the top of the key. Yarbrough, he'll have it on the right wing. He'll look to drive briefly. Hands it now, Barrier in the corner. Barrier still maintaining his dribble. Now picks up his dribble as they'll kind of double team him. Ends up now and Evan Creases hands at the right wing. He'll now look to drive briefly himself as well as looks like Hopewell content to try and work it around the perimeter and wait for the opportunity inside for uh, Orlando. Good patience by the Chieftains here. I agree with what they're doing. Mohawks playing too flat-footed right now to respond to that. Yarbrough the three won't go. Rebounded inside by Flood. Mohawk back the other way. Still all tied up 12 to 12. 5.15 to go in the first half. Chester inside, great look, but unable to shoot. Flood will shoot. He's able to rattle that one on down on the feed from Bitch. Mohawk will retake a two-point lead. Great unselfish play there by the Warriors, passing around. Great ball moving underneath for Flood. Yarbrough tries luck again from outside. Again comes up short. Rebounded by Boomer Cleveland the other way now for Mohawk. Cleveland has it now top of the key. He'll look to drive, working on Martinez. Back outside, it'll be Heyman looking to drive now. He'll lose his dribble back to Caleb Bish on the left wing. He'll drive on Yarbrough, and he'll finish in close. Will Caleb Bish now a four-point lead for Mohawk, 16 to 12, 4:35 to go in the opening half. Wow, great job by Caleb Bish, and you see him sprint back down floor. That's what they're going to have to do here. Look, hands up, playing great D. Hopewell Loudon kind of struggling to find their offense here against this 2-3 zone. Barrier can't finish in close as Kreese briefly had the rebound. Won't get a foul in his favor as it goes the other way now for Mohawk. Is now Yarbrough going to get called for the bump? Yep. Easy body foul. Easy. Of course, the Hopewell fans don't like that call at all. I understand why, but they have to understand basketball. You cannot bump the dribbler like that. That's definitely a blocking, body-blocking foul. Suter checking in on the Hopewell Loudon side, coming in for Blake Barrier. 16 to 12 the score, Mohawk the four point lead on Hopewell Loudon. 4-10 left to go here, first half of action. Reminder today's first half brought to you by Morgan Advanced Materials, making some pretty cool stuff 
and hiring now. Go to MorganAdvancedMaterials.com to learn more and apply. Pass inside will be stolen by Martinez. Hopewell out it back the other direction. Martinez will bring it across half court himself. Yarbrough open for another three this time in the corner. Again won't fall. Brace the rebound. Cannot finish on the second chance effort either. Rebounded by Flood Mohawk the other way with 3.45 to go in the half. They've got to push the ball up. They've got to keep the gas on the accelerator here. The Warriors need to keep moving it, pressing it to the rim. Cleveland will briefly drive. Now out to Chester, left wing. Bounces it up top, almost stolen. Will still be brought in by Heyman. Heyman inside, goes up. He'll get called for Walk. the travel. Get it back to Hopewell Loudon. 3.28 to go in the first half. A four-point lead for Mohawk as we'll see Chester checking out. Ben Bogner back in for Mohawk. We'll see Yarbrough check out. They're back on the floor for Hopewell Loudon. Kane Heyman, and he's out there working his tail off. You can see him. He's just everywhere, hustling all over the floor, trying to make something happen. Martinez finds Elmore in the high post inside the suitor. One dribble goes up too strong. Elmore fighting for the rebound, still up for grabs. As now we'll get a jump ball. Now we're going to get oh, a timeout time out. taken by uh, Coach Dunn to <clears throat> keep it with Mohawk. Absolutely. I think that was a great call by Coach Dunn. He had a good, good presence of what was going on in the bucket, and he could see that the his team was in trouble. Call a quick timeout. Good job by him. Timeouts tonight brought to you by Roto Rooter. Give Tim Unger a call at 419-435-3360. Oligo Troubles down the drain. 16 to 12, your score. Mohawk currently the lead on Hopewell. Out of Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown on Classic. It's 967 WBBI Live. WBBI.com. $2 fine. Matt for a coughing. Yeah, microphone. I'm sorry. I tried to cover that up. Again, I'm thinking that Donovan Elmore, he's only has uh, got one, no points. He's, he's got to get in the game here. And he's had some good looks inside yeah. his load. just hasn't been able to finish. Yeah, you can't go three minutes before halftime and have zero points. That's not going to help your team win when he's one of the big-time scorers of the SBC River Division. There you go, following the timeout, Mohawk ball. They lead 16-12, to 12, now under three minutes to go in half number one. So we'll see. Hawks set things up here in the half court. Boomer Cleveland just inside now between the half court and the volleyball line as he looks over to the bench for direction. It's the screen from Flood. It's stolen away though by Elmore and stolen right back by Caleb Bishop Mohawk. See if they're able to work on the two on three break down inside. Heyman won't get it to go, but will draw the foul with 232 left in the half. Wow, his dad's over there shaking his head. Mr. Heyman, I know him well. And uh, he's a little uh, upset with that call. Hopefully, it wanted it to go in. At least he's going to try to get two points out of it anyway. Heyman at the line now for Mohawk. First free throw. Up and good. Yarbrough will check in for Suter on the home ball out inside. Hunter Haynes still setting the bench. Uh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Wow. They have to work him back in. He's just going to learn how to play with fouls. Second good. one up and good as well for Heyman. Now a six-point lead for Mohawk, 18-12. to 12. See Braden Chester gets set to check back in. Next dead ball for Mohawk. So, well, getting into their offensive set, still dealing with the 2-3 zone defensively. Martinez pulls up for the three. That one won't fall. Rebound inside again. A lot of contact between wow. both Flood and Kreese. Nothing called on either of them this time down. It looks like they just got tangled up. Ref was standing right there, so 
Good no call. Boomer Cleveland with it up top. He'll get it over now to Caleb Bish on the left wing for Mohawk. Swing it around now to Bogner. Right wing extended. Finds Cleveland. He'll pump fake the three. Looks to drive briefly. Heyman will take the left wing three. Up and good for Kane Heyman. And now a nine point lead for Mohawk with 145 to go in the first half. Hopa looks a little stunned, I think. In the moment, they're a little out of sorts. Barrier going to the bucket. They'll find Crease. Crease shot will not go. Rebounded by Bish again. Mohawk the other way down in 90 seconds left to go in the half. 21-12 to score. Mohawk leads. Two of the leading scorers, Evan Crease and Donovan Elmore, just are being held to very few points. Inside will be stolen away by Crease. Hopewell the other way. Crease trying to get all the way down inside. As they're going to call a foul on the floor right before that, Elmore would have had a chance at an official put-back dunk had that foul not been called. Yep. Ben Bogner grabbed him on the arm. I saw it. Good call by the official before the shot. So we'll see Chester check in for Bish on the Mohawk side as Opal Loudon throws it in towards Crease. He'll bring it back to the wing. Enters it to Elmore. Left block. Working on Flood over the shoulder. Can't finish with the right hand. Chester the rebound. Mohawk again the other way. Boy, Mohawk can be thankful that the Chieftains are just cold in the first two quarters here tonight. Driving inside, now a foul going to be called. Looks like that one's going on Carter Yarbrough. That's the second on Yarbrough. We'll see Suter check in for Yarbrough on the Hopewell side. Chester inbounding for Mohawk. We'll find Heyman, Heyman. Been fouled. A foul call on Suter. Suter, yep. So that's now the fifth foul against Hopewell Loudon. So that'll put Heyman at the line with 55.1 left in the half. I'm sure that's not what the Chieftains wanted to do here at the last minute, having uh, the free throw opportunities for the Warriors. Rattles on down on the free throw. Now a 10 point lead for Mohawk. Second free throw from Heyman. Good as well. Now 23 to 12. All Mohawk here thus far over Hopewell out. It's like Barry is trying to do a little direction. Out into Elmore. Pump faking. And will finish with the foul. A much needed basket for Donovan Elmore. Finally getting started here right before half. Give him a little bit of confidence going into the locker room coming out. Still know how, well, I'm sure they're going to keep Hunter Haynes off until the beginning of the third quarter. I think that has hurt the Warriors offensively. I'd have had the young man in playing. He's got to learn how to play with fouls. Got, you have to play with fouls. You're going to be a basketball player. Free throw up and good for Elmore. See if that's able to get him into some rhythm here with his first points of this half. So an eight-point lead though for Mohawk, 23-15, down to 36 seconds to go in the first half. Mohawk trying to set something up as looks like they're content to try and hold potentially for the final shot of the half as well. I think that's good strategy by the Warriors. 
They don't need Lima to. Losing the handle. It's briefly stolen by Suter, but then stolen right back by Mohawk. Chester with it on the wing. Patience. They'll look to drive. Loses Ooh. the handle. Elmore the steal. And now we'll get a foul called in transition with 7.8 to go in the half. That's going to be on Heyman, Cade Heyman. Be his first. He's been playing a really good game so far. Also see Bish check in for Chester on the Mohawk side. So an eight-point lead for Mohawk. Hopewell in possession, though. Martinez over to Crease, Open for the right corner three. Up and good for Evan Crease. And Mohawk will fling it, but that'll do it for the first half. A 23-18 lead for Mohawk over Hopewell. Allowed him, Hopewell starting to get some points here that last minute of that first half. That's what the Warriors didn't want, Lance. You cannot give Evan Crease a chance. And did you see how Evan Crease, who knows how to catch and shoot the ball, didn't put the ball on the deck, grabbed the ball, nice pass, shoots the three, beautiful shot, all net. That's going to carry in a lot of momentum for the Chieftains coming out here. You know, it was just 21-12 here a few minutes ago. Now it's only a five-point lead, 23-18. Warriors ahead by five. They should have been ahead by, you know, 10. And that's something, I mean, we've seen that from Hopewell out, and, you know, time and time again they started, you know, a little slow that last time against Old Four. They were down, mm-hmm. I believe, 12-0 at one point in that first quarter, but then we all know how that uh, one ended up yeah. eventually. Yes, we do. And, that, and I said at the beginning of the show, Hope allowed and Chieftains are too good a fourth quarter team. You have to press hard, get the ball down floor, get points on the board early. You have to dig a deeper hole for them, and they've not done that here, especially right at the end here. We let it slip away. Like I said, it was at 23-21, and come out now, it's 23-18. So Warriors got to put a stop to the offensive machine that the Chieftains can do. They've got to come out. Hunter Haynes got to get back in the game, okay? Coach Dunn's got to get him back in the game, and he's got to learn how to play. Wow. He's got to learn how to play with two two fouls. It's two fouls. He's got to play. So I think the Warriors need him on the floor immediately, and they need to pour in a lot of points quickly. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Come back with our Owen at halftime report, and then shortly after that, back for the second half here between Mohawk and Hopewell Loud in 23-18 the score. Mohawk the lead on Hopewell here at the half. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic 96.7 WPVI. Everyday values are at only one place. Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits. Frickers. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things. Like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. 
That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. In the next month or so, the Ohio High School Athletic Association is going to decide whether or not to expand tournament divisions for several OHSAA-sanctioned sports. Currently, in-person meetings are being conducted around the state to see if there's enough support to expand tournament divisions for boys and girls basketball, soccer, baseball, softball, and girls volleyball. The OHSAA Board of Directors could meet sometime this month to vote on an expansion approval plan. Tim Street is the Media Relations Director for the OHSAA, and we'll discuss those expansion discussions coming up next. This is the Ohio News Network. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. In Ohio, public education matters. And every day, Ohio's public school educators use their united voice to advocate for the supports and resources our public schools need so every child thrives. No exceptions. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. Because great public schools are a winning playbook for Ohio, and Ohio is stronger when we stand together to cheer for our students' success. This, this is ONN. I'm Eric Reeser. Tim Street is my guest. He's the media relations director for the Ohio High School Athletic Association. They are in the process of deciding whether to expand tournament divisions across several sports, including boys and girls basketball. Yeah, you're right. We're in the middle of that right now. That's been quite a, uh, a big process. And uh, we are in the middle of going out to each of our six district athletics boards to have those conversations with school administrators. Um, we've already been to three of them here, Central Ohio, Southwest Ohio, and Northwest Ohio, and we have a few more to do. Um, so far, the feedback has been overall good. Um, you know, certainly there's going to be uh, some folks that do not want expansion. We get that. Um, but overall, I think the majority of our school administrators are in favor of having more divisions. Um, certainly, um, having a, a little bit better opportunity to make a deep tournament run is a good thing. Um, and the thing I remind people too now is that maybe people don't realize this, but in basketball, we have about 200 schools in each division. And that's a lot. Actually, that's more than most any other state anywhere near us. And most states have anywhere from 100 to 150 schools in a division. And in Ohio, we have 200. So it is um, a, a lot different landscape in Ohio than what most other states uh, currently uh, have. So that was one of the big reasons to uh, explore adding divisions. And the other reason, too, is in some of our divisions, especially Division One, the biggest school in the division is so much bigger than the smallest school in the division. And uh, we've uh, been talking about that for years. Uh, we call it the Division One uh, discrepancy in terms of enrollment. And uh, that that would be uh, addressed by expanding divisions. So those two things are really why we've gone down this road, and uh, we're about halfway through that process right now. 
um, we'll see if we're ready to to move forward on anything here later this month. I was just about to ask Tim what what's the next step in that process? Like when do you guys go from exploring and having discussions to actual implementation? Sure. Well, it would uh, the earliest it would be would be next school year. Um, it would not be anything for this upcoming winter tournament or even the spring tournaments. One of the things we've had to clarify is that this uh, situation in terms of how many divisions we have, that is controlled by our board of directors. It does not need to go to our member schools for a vote. So that's one of the big things to stress is that um, this is not a bylaw change which would require our schools to vote on. Uh, this is a sport regulation that our board controls. You know, our board meets again at the end of February. And of course, they meet in March and April. So, you know, they could certainly act on something as soon as those meetings. Um, I think a lot of that will determine on the feedback that has come in through the regional meetings. My thanks to Tim Street. For more information on the Ohio High School Athletic Association, visit ohsaa.org. I'm Eric Reeser for the Ohio News Network. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Get toned, get healthy, get fit, and get ready to head to the new fully equipped Grit Gym at 2499 West Market Street in Tiffin. 
take the first step with Brit and experience all new equipment, new machines, new turf, new power racks. Visualize a new you with one-on-one -on -one or group personalized training under coaching from one of the Grit Strength Trainers. Get ready for a new experience, a new facility, and a new you with Brit. Brand opening at their new location in December. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment, and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family-owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair, and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components, so no matter what Mother Nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no-obligation question quote today. The deals are hot. The inventory is plentiful and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Everyday values are at only one place, Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits, Frickers. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. 
Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. We are just about ready to start the second half here between Mohawk and Hopewell Loudon. 23-18 the score. Mohawk the lead over Hopewell Loudon through one half of basketball. Apologize for a bit of a longer halftime show as there was a introduction introductees for the Mohawk Hall of Fame. So it resulted in a little bit longer of a halftime show than we typically have. But we're just about ready to get things going. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you. Classic hits 96.7 WBBI. Online through WBBI.com. Again, five-point lead for Mohawk as we're about to start the second half. And, man, I mean, this is a game Mohawk has had the edge for the most part, but Hopewell kind of starting to chip away near the end of that uh, second quarter. Yeah, they, Mohawk, the Warriors, they lost their uh, momentum right at the end of the half. They shouldn't have had Evan Kreese shoot the baseline three. We know he's an expert at that. I see Hunter Haynes is coming back in for the Warriors. He has to continue to be on the floor. He gets another foul, big deal. He's got to play ball with fouls. He's too big a scorer to leave on the bench, and I think they've left him, uh, coach, has left him, coach Dunn has left him on the bench a little bit too long. So we'll see how the Warriors do, and again, I think they need to put the pedal to the metal and keep going here and building up their lead. It will be Mohawk ball to start this second half of action. Will be Haynes with it on the right wing. He'll hand it over in the corner. Bogner will launch the three. It's too strong. Rebounded by Blake Barrier. Hope will allow it. Now will go the other way. Barrier hesitation as he has it at the top of the key. Now over to Yarbrough. Swing it now over. Down inside. Short corner J from Crease. A little strong. Rebound fought for. Briefly had by Crease. Down inside. Elmore. Pump fake. Cannot finish inside. Still up for grabs down underneath. They'll finally be brought in by Flood. Mohawk the other way. A lot of bodies banging there. I don't know how anybody got a foul. Warriors can't be doing that. Though by Martinez. Hopewell Loudon cannot finish in transition. Elmore was trying to follow that with a dunk as well as Martinez draws the contact. Yep. Warriors got to have to take care of the ball. They cannot have sloppy passes like that one. That's going to cost them two here. Martinez, an excellent free throw shooter. 54%. So he's... Uh, Warriors got to close it up here and take care of the ball. Oh, I might have jinxed him. No. So they don't see it. <laughs> I said they might have. Second one for Martinez at the free throw line. That one rattles on down after hitting just about every part of the rim. Score now 23-19, Hopewell out and trailing Mohawk just about 50 seconds into this third quarter of action. Hands with it right wing extended for Mohawk. Now up top for Bogner, swings it to Chester on the left wing. Working to get it towards Cleveland, won't this time as they'll get it to Bogner, enters it to Flood now on the right block. Working on Crease, 
Swings it up top. Deep three from Boomer Cleveland. Too strong. Rebounded by Elmore. Flings it all the way up ahead to Yarbrough. He'll stop at the right wing. Now he'll look to drive. Bounces it towards Crease. Crease to Lane. Oh. And nifty move inside oh. with the foul for Evan Crease. A big basket for the Chieftains. Makes it a two-point game. Chance to make it a one-point game with the end one free throw. A big Euro up and under step underneath Flood. Great job by Crease. And look, we're and he's got a chance here to cut the lead down to one in, you know, less than two minutes here in the third quarter. And one free throw from Crease up and good. 23-22, now the score. All the points this second half so far have belonged to Hopewell Loudon as it's just a one-point lead now for Mohawk. Mohawk's got to get it going here. Cleveland up top finds Bogner. Bogner right back over to Cleveland. He'll stop from just inside the line. The shot up and good from out there from Boomer Cleveland. Their first points here in the second half. Down inside to Elmore. Elmore trying to get it to Crease. It's stolen, though, by Flood. Mohawk back the other way with 6.13 to go in the third. Mohawk's very fortunate that Donovan Elmore is just having an off night. He gets hot. He's, he's, they're going to really have some separation quickly. Haynes with it up top has probably got away with a travel that time as it's poked away by Barrier. Will stay though with Mohawk on their side. Coach Dunn and the assistants are working the ref there right in front of the bench pretty hard. This game a rematch of last year's district title game is driving all the way inside. Mm. Unable to finish inside was Cleveland as he'll draw the foul. Carter Yarborough. Was it for the foul? Yes, yes it was. Nice. Yep. So that's going to be Yarbrough's third foul. Yep. As he goes to get some clarification from the ref on the far side. He's not happy with the clarification. Free throw up and good for Boomer. Cleveland extends the Mohawk lead right back to fours. We'll see Jack Alatrulio check in for the first time here on the varsity level. It looks like he will come in for Yarbrough. A lot of momentum swing real quick there in the third quarter for the Chieftains. Second free throw off the mark that time from Boomer Cleveland. Hopewell the other way. They'll get it up ahead to Barrier. Barrier hesitating, now drives inside. Get it to Elmore in the short corner. So get it right back to Crease. He has it on the right wing. Once get it to Elmore, ends up getting it to Martinez at the volleyball line. And is it to Elmore at the free throw line? The jumper off to the left. Rebounded down inside by Ben Bogner. Now Mohawk will go the other way. Chester handing it to Bogner. Bogner floats that one up, comes up short. Flood the rebound to keep it with Mohawk, and now Flood will draw the foul down underneath. How smart of a player is Connor Flood. Gets the rebound, doesn't put it on the deck, goes right back up with it, probably gets raked on the hands and arm, draws the foul. Now he's got a chance for two. Smart young player. That'll put Flood at the line for Mohawk with 5.20 to go. Third quarter, a four-point lead for Mohawk. First free throw from Flood, up and good. So we'll see Kane Heyman check in for Mohawk. He'll come in for Ben Bogner. Warriors trying to keep some fresh legs on the floor. Second free throw from the 6'6 junior, Connor Flood. Is up and good. Pretty looking free throw from the big man. Yep. Well, Loudon will get into their half-court set trailing 28-22. 5-10 left to go, third quarter. 
Reese has it on the left wing. Down inside, Barrier about to get to Elmore underneath. Up and good on the reverse lay-in for Donovan. Elmore cuts the deficit back to four. Yep. They're going to need to, I, I don't like the Warriors' defensive set there. I think they need to go man-to-man. 2-3 with a big guy like Donovan Elmore in the center. Down inside, Heyman cannot finish at the cup. Rebounded Elmore. Hope allowed him the other way. Chance to cut it to a one-possession game. Martinez with it deep left wing. Gets it down in the corner now for Evan Kreese on the left side. Has to try and keep Haynes from poking it away, and Haynes does poke it away. Stay out of bounds, though, last touched by... Mohawk is, no, actually will be last touch by Hopo. Will be yeah. Mohawk ball, it appears, unless I'm, yeah. Yeah. no, it is nope. Hopo ball. Yep. Blake Berry is going to take it out. A lot of awful wrestling there. I'm shocked that, I think Hunter Haynes is lucky he didn't get another foul. Barrier drives baseline. Cannot finish a little too strong as he tried to volleyball, headed over to one of his teammates. Ends up being hauled in by Mohawk Warriors the other way. Chester trying to go through the defense and will, and will score at the basket. For Braden Chester, Mohawk lead back to 6.30 to 24 with 4.10 left to go in the third. Wow. That was impressive. I didn't see that coming. Nice job by Chester going down the lane. Well, trying to attack the basket as Martinez wanted to go in towards Elmore. Uh-oh. Get a foul on the floor against Mohawk. As looks like that one will go on Boomer Cleveland. See Yarbrough check in for Kyle Trulio on the Hopewell side with four minutes left in the third. Still a six-point deficit for Hopewell Loudon here against Mohawk, 30-24. Yarbrough has it right corner. He'll drive. Goes up with the floater. Too strong. Tipped around and will stay with Hopewell Loudon under the basket. I see they only have two fouls on the scoreboard for Hunter Haynes. Is that correct? I believe that is the case. he was at three. Crease working down inside. Goes up. Too strong on the shot, but see Crease draw the foul. Go to the line with 345 left in the third quarter. Yep, definitely a foul on Heyman. Crease, you know, very smart player. How to Knows how to dribble inside, penetrate inside, and get the defensive player off his feet to draw the foul. That's exactly what he did. Free throw from Crease. Up and good. We'll see Suter checking in for Yarbrough on the Hopewell out inside. Second free throw from Crease, up and good as well. As see another sub and a timeout as well. As Hopewell Loudon will take the 30-second timeout. It's 30 to 26. Hopewell Loudon trailing Mohawk 3:45 left to go here in the third quarter. Timeout tonight brought to you tonight by Roto Rooter. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. Away go troubles. Down the drain, 30-second timeouts. We'll keep it here. Classic at 96.7 WBVI online. WBVI.com. Still a four-point lead for Mohawk here in the third quarter. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you for tonight's game. And I mean, Mohawk just uh, seems to find a way to hold steady with the lead. We've seen uh, Hopewell, you know, come back strong to start the third quarter, but then a nice little Mohawk run right after that. Yes, sir. That's exactly what went down, Lance. But I think that Mohawk's got to keep pouring on the pedal, pouring on the gas, get more points on the board quickly here. Because I know the fourth quarter is going to be here in three minutes, and we know what the Chieftains can do in the fourth quarter. They are a dangerous team late in the game. The Mohawk ball following the timeout. 3.40 left third quarter. 
30-26 to, to score. This will be a kicked ball against Topol Loudon. We'll stay with Mohawk. Let's see what kind of defensive set the Chieftains are going to be in here. So it looks like they're in man yep. based on the looks of it. I like that call. Coach Jury trying to hold the Warriors back. And Hammond trying to drive inside, stops just outside of the block, up top to Chester, but he cannot haul in the pass as it goes all the way out of bounds on the far side. It'll be over allowed in ball 325 left in the third as see Carter Yarbrough checking in for Suter on the Hopewell side. We saw some weakness right there with Kane Heyman. If he's going to dribble in the lane like that, he has to have the talent to stop fadeaway jumper. He can't just stop, turn around, and try to throw it to somebody. Crease with it inside. He'll draw the foul down inside Ooh. against Flood. Which done not uh, a fan of that call, it appears. No, I wasn't either. Uh, it looked all armed on the ball to me. Actually, they got that on Chester. Was it Chester? Oh. Mm. I mean, either way, it would have been yeah. either of their third foul. Yep. yep. Yeah, I was going to say, Flood don't need another foul. Their offense defensive sub for Suter coming in for Yarbrough. We'll see Chester now check out after the foul as see Caleb Bish take his spot for Mohawk. Second free throw for Evan Kreese. He is up and good. 30-28 now the score. Just a two-point yep. deficit as you were, I think, were about to say. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but... I think the Chieftains are going to crawl back here. Cleveland finds Bish on the cut. Ooh, he's going to call Donovan. Ooh. I think they're calling Crease for that. Ooh. Oh, my. Yeah, you're right. I, saw that. I thought that was on Donovan. The Warriors need to start capitalizing here. Throw it up top uh -oh. towards Bishop. Stolen away, though, uh -oh. by Evan Kreese. And the transition throws it down with two hands. Tie ball game. Well, look out now. Look out. The momentum is now shifted big time. The Chieftains and Warriors have to come up with a good play here. Be patient. Don't lose your cool here. Nice dunk by Evan Kreese. Hunter Haynes with it up top now for Mohawk. He'll find Bish. Bish driving right at Kreese. Ooh, the crowd wants to travel. Wow, we got some mad fans beside us. And not only are they upset with the travel, wow. Bish also looked like he kind of lost the handle on the ball. So yes, I agree with you. I don't think you can say he was really in, in his own possession of the ball to yep. have anything called against him for a foul. But nonetheless, that's going to be the second one on Crease here in the last minute or so. Yep, two quick ones on him. But again, if I'm Coach Jury, he doesn't come off the floor. Too much, uh, too big of offensive defense. It's too great of a player oh, to pull off the well, floor. Especially tonight, he has 20 of the yeah. 30 so far. Yeah, and, and Donovan's struggling to get on the board. He, you know, he's got a few points. But In fact, three players have all of the points between Elmore, Martinez, and Kreese. Bish is open for the three. That's too strong. Rebounded inside by Yarbrough as nothing fouled as he hits the deck, but is still hopeful allowed in ball. Chance to take the lead. We're still all tied up 30 apiece, 205 left in third. You know where Evan Kreese is? Where's he going to school at? College. Kreese down inside off the mark. Second chance. Up oh, and good. So 
and collect his own miss, get that one to go. Yeah. Al Hopewell back in front by two. I do not know where he is going to college. I believe he's undecided. I could be wrong. Yeah. But and we do have a timeout taken, so I can go into a little more detail. Yes, 151 please. here in the third quarter is the 30-second timeout, so we're going to keep it here anyway on Classic at 96-7. Funny, funny enough, I was telling you that we're going to be talking to Coach Jury and some of his players yeah. on the show in, in about a, a week and a half or so. Well, last year when we talked to him, we, you know, asked him about his, you know, future plans at, you know, this time, give or take a year ago. Sure. And he said at that point he was undecided on exactly where he was going to college, but he is actually looking to be a track and field athlete oh. at the next level. Oh. So as yes. crazy as it sounds, because he was all Ohio in all three sports a year ago. He was second team all Ohio quarterback this past yep. football season. Yep. He's possibly going to be SBC player of the year this basketball oh, season. Absolutely. And, and you can argue that, you know, it could be a second or third sport depending on what he's able to do. You know, he was at the state track meet last year as well. Yes, I saw him down in Columbus. Very talented young man. Any college is going to get him. He's going to get a great player, a great athlete. Ohawk ball following the timeout. Cleveland down inside, bounces it to Bish. Bish back outside to Heyman. He'll stop just inside the free throw line, launch that up off the mark. Rebounded inside, Braylon Martinez. Now the other way for Hopewell Loudon. Mohawk currently trailing Hopewell Loudon 32 to 30. Under a minute and a half to go now in the third quarter. Connor Foote had a chance to trap Braden Martinez off the rebound. I'm shocked that the Warriors didn't trap him there with Kay Bish and Connor Flood. We're going to get another foul, this one against Kane Heyman, as again, Coach Dunn, not happy with that foul call. That's three for Kane Heyman. That's another foul on Mohawk, and we'll send Hopewell to the line as well, as that's the sixth team foul against them. Can't send Evan Crease to the line, that's just like having money in the bank. Okay, he just made the last two. Hopefully all the young people are watching here. First free throw will not go. Hit the back of the rim. Maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> Hunter Haynes has got to get in the ball game. He's out there looking like he's lost in Disneyland somewhere. He's got to get. He's got to get in the game. Start hitting some threes. Second free throw from Evan Crease. That time oh, off the mark wow. as well. Rebound was briefly up for grabs as collision between a couple different players. Looks like a foul will get called on Hopewell, I believe. Oh, and Suter. Yes, it will. It goes on Suter. Yep. And that now will send the Mohawk to the line. Now as that'll be the fifth foul against Hopewell. That's also the third foul against Suter. See another offense defensive sub in Yarbrough. We'll check back in. Things are getting very physical here. You can see that a lot of bodies flowing to the floor. The refs are going to do a great job keeping it nice and tight. Not letting tempers start flaring. And then we see a lot of emotions. First right there from Heyman won't go. We'll see Ben Bogner at the line. Must be checking in for Heyman. Have to make your free throws, people. He's going to come back to haunt you at the end of the game. That one actually won't touch anything. Wow. and goes all the way out of bounds. He's, he's a little embarrassed by that. You can just see his face here. Emotionally shaking his head. He's asking to drop the emotions right now. Refocus. Warriors have to refocus right now. And get in the game. This is when Hopewell is going to start pouring on the gas. 32-30, your score. Hopewell out in the lead on Mohawk. 
The ball with possession down to 105 left to go in the third. Out inside Elmore. He wanted to throw it down. Oh. He's going to lay it up instead as the defense was able to collapse enough. Adds on to the Hopewell Loudon lead now up to four with under a minute to go in the third. You were going to see a huge dunk and a Hopewell Loudon side of fans where it's going to go nuts. Hands with it up top. Finds Bogner up at the top of the key now. Fish enters it towards Flood. It's stolen briefly by Elmore, but runs out of room as it will stay with Mohawk. Now they'll go into Flood, and Flood will be able to lay it up and in as Elmore was out of sorts as he was trying to, you know, get the steal as now Hopewell Loudon goes back the other way. That's right. He ran out of the, off the sidelines. I'm, looked like he was going to fall. Thank goodness he didn't. He could have got seriously hurt there. So I hope he was going to hold the ball to the end of the quarter here with 21 seconds left. I think that's a good call by Coach Jury. Mohawk giving plenty of space as well. Yep. Barrier now will put it on the deck. Brings it over towards the left wing with 10. Barrier driving all the way down inside. Can't finish. Elmore second chance also off. Third try for Elmore. A bunch of contact as wow. he hits, hits the deck hard and draws a foul with just five left here in the third. Mohawk, look at the faces of the players on the floor right now. You can see emotionally they're playing scared. They need to regroup right here in five seconds going in the fourth quarter. Coach Dunn's got to give him a huddle, and he's going to have to somehow emotionally recharge these young men to get them back in the ball game. One more free throw. Will not oh. fall after hanging on the rim momentarily. That's an emotional drainer. Second free throw coming for Elmore as Hopewell defense is back. Second free throw is up and good. Now a three-point lead for Hopewell. Down to his five here in the third. Cleveland. Almost lost the handle, gets it to Bogner from just inside the volleyball line. Uh, it will not go. Your score, 35-32. Hopewell lauded with the lead through three here against Mohawk. We'll step aside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of the fourth corner. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. 35-32, your scores. We're just about ready to start the fourth quarter here for a Mohawk. A three-point lead for Hopewell Loudon over Mohawk as we start the fourth quarter. Lance Morris, Matt Brown with you. Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI. Online through WBVI.com. And Matt, that was uh, quite the third quarter for those uh, Hopewell Loudon Chieftains. As I said earlier when we signed on tonight, Hopewell is a big-time second-half team. And look for them to try to really distance themselves from the Warriors here in the fourth quarter. They had 17 points that quarter to only nine of the Warriors. The Hopewell Loudon ball here to start the fourth quarter. Elmore with it outside. Now over to Martinez. He'll find Yarbrough on the left wing. Yarbrough briefly puts it on the deck. Now to Barrier. 
Gets the screen, he'll look to drive left briefly, now back to the left corner as he loses his dribble. Back to Yarbrough, Yarbrough working on Haynes, he'll drive down inside, he'll draw oh, some contact with oh. the foul for Carter oh. Yarbrough as Haynes will pick up another foul. Wow, hopefully Coach Dunn just lets that young man in the game. He's been out most of the game with foul trouble, two fouls, he's got to learn how to play with them. Let him in the game, don't take him out. He has to get in the game, he hasn't shot anything. Yarbrough and one free throw up and good as Suter will take his place in the offense defense sub. Carter Yarborough, 30, or excuse me, I said earlier, 88, 90% free throw shooter. Not the guy you want to be fouling in the fourth quarter. So that's the just fourth player now to score for Hopewell as Elmore Martinez and Kreese had had all their points prior to that. As the shot off the mark, but able to clean up the mess that time for Mohawk. Cuts it back to now a four-point game with 7-10 left. Boy, I think Hunter Haynes kicked it in gear. He got mad there because he called the foul, and he drove the ball down the lane, and... Carrier inside, he can't finish. Rebounded down inside by Flood. Mohawk back the other direction. They had Chester as he'll have it now in the corner. He'll find Flood at the free throw line. Haynes from way out there, off to the left. Rebounded by Martinez, Hopewell back the other way. Well, that's what they want. They want Haynes shooting the ball outside from three-point land. They had that look, and he just didn't get it done. This is what they can't do. Mohawk needs to be pressuring the ball right now. Barrier over to Martinez on the right wing for Hopewell Loudon. They'll find Elmore on the right block going up through Flood as they'll oh, call a great call. Ball. That's a great call. Great held ball. Flood had his hands up. Donovan worked into him. And he did, Flood did a great job of staying his ground straight up with his hands straight up. Mohawk ball. They trail 35, 34, six and a half minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Cleveland has it left wing, now brings it towards the top of the key. Haynes right wing, he'll look to drive. Stops at the block, finds Flood. Flood wants to go outside as they're going to get Elmore for the foul. Actually, no, they're going to get Yarbrough for the foul. he's got four now. That's why they had been going offense, defensive subs. And yep. Now they'll have to do the reverse. Oh, I'm shocked that Donovan Elmore didn't get that foul. He banged right into Flood. So that's now the fourth foul on Yarbrough. He's a big, Carter Yarbrough's a big offensive weapon. You can't have him out of the game. I'm Coach Jury. I put him right back in. Chester, he'll take the three, but it might have been partially blocked by Kreese. It still, though, will stay with Mohawk as Haynes will go in with the floater. That one won't fall. It's his own missed second chance. Won't oh go either. My. Flood then the rebound, and he'll put it up and in on the okay. third chance for Mohawk. Down and now a two-point lead for Hopewell with under six left. Now a little momentum by the Warriors. They're tacking the bucket. We see extra effort out of all the Warriors. Flood, Haynes, everybody trying to get the get it to go in the rim. Much more better defense right now by the Warriors. Look how much faster they are. Martinez down inside. Um, he won't get it to go, but will draw the foul in his favor. Looks like that one will go on Boomer Cleveland. Not picking on Chester, but he's got to move his feet quicker. Martinez will run by, run right by you. You have to be able to move to guard Martinez. Here inbounding for Hopewell. Goes it towards Suter up at the top of the key. He'll hand it to Barrier. Barrier driving right side. He can't finish in close. Another rebound for Connor Flood. Mohawk the other way. Chance to tie or take the lead. Trailing by two, five and a half minutes left. They need to be patient. Warriors need to be patient here. Get a good set. Get a good look. Enter it inside the flood. It's going to be thrown right into the waiting arms of Martinez. Hopewell now the other way. 
Martinez, he'll look to drive, spin move, cannot finish, Crease rebound, he can't finish either, but Crease will draw the foul, low line with 5-11 left. We've seen Martinez with that spin move earlier in the year, young man's got it down, looks good, looks pretty, just needs to be a little softer going to the glass. That's not what the Warriors wanted, a turnover. 5-11 left, Warriors down by two, Crease on the line, another this free throw will yeah. go. Yep, another easy two points for Evan Kreese here. Dino has his jersey number in points with 23. Another great big night from Evan Kreese. Second free throw. Up and good as well. Four-point lead now for Hopewell. We'll see Ben Bogner check in on the Mohawk side. Yarbrough checks out Suter back in for Hopewell. I'm shocked that the uh, Chieftains are not putting a little full-court pressure here to cause a turnover. They're having barrier shadow Cleveland shortly after crossing half court. Haynes with it up top for the Warriors. He'll drive right side, hands it to Bogner. Took a little bit of a screen for Bogner as well. Set a real nice screen. Chester, he'll look to drive inside. So calling for the double dribble, give it over back to Hopewell Loudon. 4.53 left to go. It's a four-point lead for Hopewell Loudon, 40-36. to 36. Warriors need a great defensive stop here. Can't have the Chieftains pulling up here. Stretching it to a six-point lead. I know it's only six points, but when you're playing Hopewell Loudon Chieftains, six points is an eternity to get back. Barrier has it up top. He'll drive left side, finds Elmore, who lays it up and in, but they're going to call a foul on the floor before that. That was a good call. Boomer Cleveland bumping into Crease. So Main Hopa Loudon ball down to 4.45 left in the fourth. They'll throw it in towards Martinez, now to Crease. Elmore with it up top as they looked for the alley oop play, but not there this time. Elmore now looks to hand it to Martinez as a trap. Martinez, he'll spin around from the double team. He'll drive left side, spin move inside, comes up short again on the wing-in. Rebound fought for eventually. Haynes comes down with it for Mohawk. They'll go the other way. Haynes has it up at the top of the key, finds Chester on the left wing. Chester fakes the give. Stolen by Martinez as he hit the deck, but then stolen right back by Flood. Looks like it'll be a jump ball. Possession arrow should give it to Hopewell, and yes, it will. Braden Chester looks really tired, Lance. Hopefully Coach Dunn sees that. I think the young man's out of breath from our standpoint, from our you know situation where we can see him. He's panting right. He needs it. Got to pull him out and get, a, get him some fresh air. Or does, some, some does, air. does appear to have hands on the hips. Sam. Yep, he is spent. And is guarding Martinez, who's yeah. done a lot of running these last yeah. couple possessions as well. Martinez will school you coming off the ball. And just and right there. Because of it, Cleveland will pick up the uh, yep. reaching foul that time. As we do see Caleb Bish set to check in. As that's... Yeah, that's four. He's so probably going to go. Yeah. Let's see if Bish can guard Martinez. Martinez is one of the fastest young men I've seen off the dribble. As I think they're saying that's the fifth foul, I believe. And yes, it will. Yep. So Ugh. I think Martinez was going to be shooting anyway. So now Suda will quickly check in for Yarbrough. There's free throw for Martinez. Will not wow. drop. 
Martinez missed two earlier, didn't he? He has. He has missed yep. a couple free throws today. Yep. Second one for Martinez. Up and good. It's at 41 to 36. A five-point lead now for Hopewell Loudon with four minutes left in this one. Warriors definitely need a nice play here. Caleb Bish with it on the left wing. Hands it back now to Cleveland for Mohawk. Flood trying to post up down on that left block against Elmore. Bish has it, he'll hand it to Haynes. He'll launch the three. He'll make there the three go. from the right wing. A big basket for Mohawk makes it a two-point game. Hello, good morning, Hunter Haynes. Barrier, he'll look to drive inside. Bump fakes, finds Martinez on the cut, the lay-in, off the mark. Ooh, foul called. Flood stood in there and took the charge. So we'll get Martinez for the offensive foul. Good job by Flood, standing his ground, not moving. Smart player, Connor Flood. That's what the Warriors need. They need a little momentum switch here. Now we saw that. we, You fouled into the in this gymnasium. It's packed. The atmosphere is, you know, you can cut it with a knife in here. It's a stick. Cleveland will cross half court for Mohawk. 3.20 left in this one. Two-point lead for Hopewell Loudon. Deep three from Haynes. That time off the mark. Rebounded underneath briefly by Flood. Oh, I just said he might get smarty. for going over the back. Yeah, I just we'll said how smart he was. And, call. and now he gets called for over the back. Come on. Connor, you made me sound bad. <laughs> so it's not that he picked up a foul. It's that he made you sound bad. I know. Bad. Well, he should have listened to me. The player had him boxed out. I didn't see who was in front of him. He had no chance at the ball. You don't reach over the back. That's not a smart play. And that's also his fourth foul. Exactly. And he's, and he's if, got, if nothing else, he provides good size against Elmore and or Crease. Hey, let's let's give the man, young man some credit oh, here. absolutely. He's held Donovan Elmore to eight points here tonight. And he's, in, he's got 12. Yeah, so I mean, he's, hey. He's definitely done he, his he's job. He's done his job. You bet. He's done his job. A crease, crease on the line. He might, but, you know, go deposit more money at the bank. This guy's like money in the bank. He's not going to miss a free throw shot. Second one from Evan Crease. Is up and good as Coach Jury will take the timeout with 3.14 left to go. A four-point lead for Hopewell out and over. Mohawk will go ahead and take the timeout right along with him. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriano Funeral Home. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. We are here from Mohawk, your site for tonight's action here. Classic at 96.7 WBBI online, WBBI.com, 43 to 39, your score. Opal allowed in the lead over Mohawk, 310. Left to go in this one. Mohawk with possession now on their side of the floor. Offensively, do you see 
Braden Chester back on the floor for Mohawk playing with four fouls. Oh, oh. losing the handle. Will Heyman is, will result in a turnover. Wow, I'm shocked that Coach Dunn did not just get a T tied up right there. Say, what is, what, there's no debate on that call. Yeah, no, uh-uh. I mean, I don't know what he's debating. That's definitely a carry. Granted, it was an accidental carry because he lost the handle don't of the ball, yeah, but don't, it's don't doesn't, matter. doesn't defeat the purpose that that's the That's, that's the call. exactly right. Warriors. Barry with it right side, driving inside. Okay. He'll draw the foul. Now Blake Barry will go to the line for the chance at his first points in this one as he's been held scoreless thus far. Yeah, and he's usually a pretty active free throw or field goal shooter, 42%. He's about a 50-50 guy at the line. He's a great ball hunter, and he's, always, he's been a great hustler every time we see this young man. He hustles all over the place. He reminds me of Mike Oliver from Elmwood last night. This free throw from Barrier will come up short. And Barrier, another player you can talk about, certainly what he's able, been able to persevere through as the free throw will also be coming up short as he almost was able to get his own miss as it goes the other way for Boomer Cleveland in Mohawk. Cleveland will look to drive inside as he has Elmore on him. Chester Hill launched the three after going to the side. Bank is open as that one falls oh. down for Chester. Wow. Just a one-point lead for Hopewell out it. Holy Samoli, they needed that one bad. I didn't, think, I didn't think that had a chance, a prayer to get in there. Martinez down inside. Elmore working on flood. Goes up, can't get the finish. Oh. As Chester will take it the other way for Hopewell, for Mohawk. They'll double-team him right in front of the bench as he throws it to Haynes. That called timeout. Haynes would have been oh, able to lay it up my. and in, but Coach Dunn takes the timeout as he had his oh. player trapped. I'll bet he wants that one back, doesn't he? Hunter Haynes was pot-hanging, cherry-picking, whatever you want to call it. He was wide open. He would have had easy two. We'll set him out on the floor. We'll go ahead and take the timeout right along with them. A one-point lead for Hopewell out in over Mohawk. You're listening to High School Basketball in Class Kids 967 WDI. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Our original watershed is located off of Plaza Drive, and our second location is found near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Bring your containers and fill up for only a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. 2-10 left to go here. Fourth quarter of action. 43-42 the score. Opa allowed in the one-point lead over Mohawk. But Mohawk in possession. Thanks for us, Matt Brown, with you. Classic is 96.7 WBBI online at WBBI.com. Kane Heyman driving inside. Goes up over the contact. Unable to finish. Area of the rebound. Hopewell allowed in the other way. Now under two minutes left to go. One point lead still for Hopewell. Kane Heyman didn't see Hunter Haynes. Cut to the baseline. He was wide open. He should have kicked it back out. Yarbrough has it on the left wing for Hopewell. Loudon working on Haynes. He'll bring it back towards the volleyball line. Yarbrough. He'll look to drive now. As he'll go up through the contact, he can't finish. Crease, second chance, he can't get it either. Rebounded by Haynes, Mohawk back the other way, now under 90 seconds left to go. 
very aggressive basketball at this moment. Cleveland setting things up now for Mohawk. 118 left, one point lead for Hopewell Loudon. As Braylon Martinez is gonna pick up the reach and foul. Yeah, that was right in front of us. I think that was a good call. I mean, it's right there. That's his fourth. So now two players for Hopewell out there with four, while three players for Mohawk out, actually four out there for Mohawk with four, yep. it appears, at least according to the scoreboard. They have to play smart. They gotta play smart now. Cleveland throws it into the backcourt. So cut off Haynes as they were looking to get it out towards Haynes. Cleveland with it now, he'll bring it back towards the top of the key. Garbrough switches onto him now. Cleveland finds Flood in the high post. They'll find Chester. It'll take the fadeaway three. That one won't go. Rebound up for grabs. Brought in by Flood. So we'll see what the call is. It might be another over the back. No, it's going to be yep. a foul off the ball. Kane that's going to be on Kane Heyman. That's going to be his fifth. Yep. And I will see Ben Bogner checking in this place. I don't know how the far sideline official saw that. And there's official standing right in front of the play, and he didn't call it. And way across the floor, we get a whistle. It's just not that. It's not this ref's call. Way across the floor, this ref should have called it. But Spraylin Martinez at the line for Hopewell Loudon. Chieftains leading by one, 57.3 left to go. You know the Warriors did a good job defensively holding Donovan Elmore out of the game. Free throw from Martinez, up and good. That's his first one of the night. He's missed about six. Second one coming from the third team All-Ohio running back in Braylon Martinez. That time won't go. Rebounded though by Martinez to keep it with Hopewell. Can be blocked down underneath by Flood. Ooh. So now we'll get a foul underneath as well. Donovan Elmore reaching in, I believe, on Flood. Yep. And yes, it will in fact be on Elmore. That's now the last foul to give for Hopewell Loudon against Mohawk, because that's now their fourth. Well, Mohawk needs to be patient here. If I'm coach done and nothing's going my way here when we get down floor, I call a timeout and get reset here and get a good play in here. Because they definitely need to score this trip down the floor. Oh, there's another. Elmore going to pick up another reach and foul his second in about the last 15 seconds. That's just Back frustration. Back to at the line. That's just not how Donovan Elmore, we see him play basketball all season. That's not his kind of basketball. Little put Boomer Cleveland at the line now for Mohawk. First free throw up and good. Chance to tie it up with the second one. I do not have his stat what he is on a free throw line. As Coach Jury will look to ice the shooter. Oh, definitely a good call by Coach Jury. It's a full timeout. We'll go ahead and take the quick timeout right along with him. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic at 967 WBBI. Get toned, get healthy, get fit and get ready to head to the new fully equipped Grit Gym at 2499 West Market Street in Tiffin. Take the first step with Grit and experience all new equipment, new machines, new turf, new power racks. Visualize a new you with one-on-one -on -one or group personalized training under coaching from one of the Grit Strength Trainers. Get ready for a new experience, a new facility, and a new you with Grit. Grand opening at their new location in December. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. 
We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. 44-43 the score. Hopewell allowed in a one-point lead over Mohawk, but Mohawk good time. This on the second free throw coming from Boomer Cleveland after the fifth team foul was called against Hopewell Loudon. The second one from Boomer Cleveland is up and good. All tied up now, 44 apiece, with now 44 seconds left to go. If I'm Coach Jury, I tell my group to hold the ball. We're going to play to win here. We're going to shoot the ball to win. Barrier at the top. Got a great offensive set in here. Barrier maintaining his dribble and does look, in fact, like Coach Jury is also checking how many timeouts he has. It looks like he does have one left if when he needs it. That is correct. Down now, 20 seconds left. Barrier maintaining his dribble just between half court and the volleyball line. Here we go. Barrier brings it over towards the right wing. Loses his dribble, finds Crease mid post. Working on Bogner. Crease trying to create some contact. Goes up. Gets the friendly roll. Just two seconds now, just 1.8 left on the clock. A two point lead for Hopewell Loudon as Mohawk tried to take the timeout as quick as they could, and they did. As I think they're going to see wow. if they may, might put just a few tenths of a second back on the clock. Yes, we'll see I think. if they will. Yep. We got fans over here just screaming. As they will add a few more tenths yep, of a second. They should have. 2.4 back on the clock. Yeah, they should have. Mohawk will have the ball, but again, they'll have to go the length of the floor to try and get a yep. Hail Mary. It's similar to what we saw <laughs> oh last night God. again. Yeah. And here we go now that, you know, since they made the shot here, they're going to be able to defend the inbound, okay? So now we're and you can have Elmore be the guy exactly. doing it with the longest reach. You stole my thunder again. That's what I was going to say. Put Elmore down here on the inbounder. Or Crease. Either, or Crease, either, either one. But I don't know. I think I have Evan Crease back here in the back. I put El Donovan down here blocking the inbound. Because you know you can essentially tell Braylon Martinez oh, yeah. be a safety as he yep. has done at times on the football field. Yeah, and he's so We've fast. seen him have some of those interceptions here tonight, too. Yeah, absolutely. He's so fast. That I think he's probably the fastest young man on the floor. The speed and agility he has. Here, what do we do if we're coach done? We're calling a Christian Leitner play like we did last night, but they I couldn't say. I think you you find in. you find a way to get Hunter Haynes a shot. Yeah, absolutely, you do. Hunter ball's got to be in Hunter Haynes' hands immediately. Immediately. Chester will inbound. Looks like Elmore will in fact guard the inbounder. There we go. Look who's back. Donovan Elmore defending Chester. That's no match. That's Chester finds Flood. Flood up ahead to Haynes. Can he launch it? He will, but it's not yeah. even close. Nope. A 46-44 win tonight for Hopewell Loudon as they will continue their winning streak here tonight. Well, a little revenge for them from last year at the, the title match, I think, at the district regionals, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, with district title the district match last title. Year. Yep, so and a lot of good sportsmanship here we see in front of us. Young men uh, congratulating each other. That's what you want to see, that's for sure. Coaches alike, great game. But I told you, don't say I didn't tell you, Hopewell Loudon's the best fourth quarter team that we've seen all season. So that's why I told Hunter Haynes in my interview with him the other night at New Riggle, you need 20 points at half. Got to get out in front of the Chieftains early. If not, they're tough to defend in the fourth quarter. They will not, sh they will not stop. 
I mean, they got gas on top of gas. They just keep coming at you. We saw that at Old Fort. Calvert. Everything. I mean, they just don't stop. Carice and Elmore and a whole entire supporting staff, they play to the very last second. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick time. We'll come back and wrap this one up here for Mohawk. Again, 46-44. Hopewell allowed in the win tonight over Mohawk. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment, and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family-owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair, and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components, so no matter what Mother Nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no-obligation quote today winter that means snow ice and treacherous traveling make sure you have a dependable ride deals are happening daily at warner economy corner at the corner of blanchard and blanchard talk to the guys at warner economy corner and they'll set you up with a quality used vehicle at a great deal dependability smiles deals and great customer service are waiting for you at warner economy corner deals on wheels happen every day monday through saturday Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Everyday values are at only one place, Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits, Frickers. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things. Like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. 
Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. Back we are here to wrap this one up between Hopewell Loudon and Mohawk. A 46-44 win tonight for Hopewell Loudon over Mohawk as they will extend their record to 16-2 overall. As we await the brackets will be officially released tomorrow, even though technically this game doesn't count towards those brackets Correct. for the postseason. But nonetheless, those brackets will get drawn tomorrow so these teams will know where their postseason lies. And... That might have been round one of a two-round matchup, depending on what the seedings and all that uh, turn out to be in terms of those postseason brackets. Again, Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI Online through WBBI.com. And uh, Matt, I'd say this game uh, certainly uh, lived up to the uh, billing we had. And oh. I, I'd, I'd say even more so because I think yes. Mohawk played probably a little better than we both thought they might. Yeah, and again, I think that Mohawk, they, they really hurt themselves. Uh, and, of course, Hunter Haynes gets in trouble. He's their number one, you know, gun offensive gun he set the bench the whole first half he was in just a little bit in the first quarter i think that hurt him big time let's you know give hats off to connor flood he holds 6-9 donovan elmore who's an offensive giant to five points so i think donovan or uh, connor flood did a great job tonight warriors played pretty good defense we saw you know just a few things that when coach dunn goes back and looks at the tape he's going to see a couple adjustments that he can make that I think will help him later in the game. You know, identifying maybe we're rotating some fresher legs in and we're going to have to get some better sets for our outside shooter Haynes and the Boomer Cleveland so them guys can touch the ball more and get more shots to going to, towards the bucket. They did a nice job tonight, but I think they missed out here at the second half when Haynes was in. You know, he's moving. We missed, we missed our chance to get the ball to him. On the other side of the coin... 
Yeah, well, I think we're going to see these kids again. Bang heads somewhere down in the tournament coming up. Hope Loudon, a great, great play, you know, great fourth quarter team coming back late. Once they gain the lead, it's hard to stop them. We've seen them play multiple times this year. And adding to that, we've seen some really good basketball games recently. Wow. You're picking- I was say all three games we had either went to overtime or came right down to the final second. And this week, we've had a great week with uh, Hoop. Uh, and thank you for having me come along and, and be inside. But, yeah, I get to watch great basketball. And, uh, you know, Mohawk has – they don't have a slouchy schedule to finish. They're going to go to New Regal on, you know, what is that, uh, Tuesday night. Next, next Tuesday, yep. Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. And they turn around on Friday. They're going back to Seneca East. And then they're going to Colonel Crawford. From what I understand, Colonel Crawford's got a great basketball team this year. I don't know if they're leading the N10. I'm not sure. I don't know the standings. I believe uh, all of, all of those teams of, I could be wrong, but I think Colonel Crawford, Carey, and I'm not sure if it's Mohawk or Seneca East. All, there's, a, there's, I think, a three-way tie atop the N10. Yeah, well, I heard that Colonel Crawford's definitely a good, good basketball team. So, you know, hopefully that, that'll be a game that we, uh, I don't know, is that on our schedule? No, that's not on our schedule next week. That's out of our territory. I think. Colonel Crawford, yeah, that's down by believe, Galleon area. I believe next Friday we have Calvert at Old Fort. That is correct. If I'm remembering correctly. That should be another good game. Like I said, we've seen a lot of great basketball. Coming down to wire here, uh, SBC, I think that Old Fort's pretty much got a lock on it right now. So, But we did see last night New Riggle beat Old Fort. Did they? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. Actually. Twenty-one to nine at halftime. Oh. Yeah. So it was a little. That's a big. That's a, I think that a little upset. That's a big, big rebound win for uh, New Regal yes, after the is. tough loss to Calvert on Tuesday. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And we talked at Calvert when we had that game. And again, I don't think the score was indicative to how New Regal played. I thought they played a great game, and they, you know, that was tight. They sh- should have came back to win that game. But uh, again, another great game here tonight. Good off. We called offensive battle. And that's what we got. I think that, again, I don't want to harp on it, but I think that some adjustments, Mohawk should have won this game. They just they weren't getting the points on the board early like like I had suspected and thought they should have in order to win because this young man walking right here is too good a late player, Evan Kreese. He's a great player, scoring lots of points at the end of the game. Hard to shut him off. I think that kind of what was one of the things that it boiled down to on the Mohawk side is, you know, having Hunter Haynes, you know, get uh, get into foul trouble. That changed what they wanted to do offensively. And, you know, just the presence inside that the guys like Elmore and Crease provide, it makes it that much harder to go down inside if you're Mohawk as well. It's intimidating. We saw a lot of Warriors, and, and I said uh, about Kane Heyman, you know, he drives the lane excellent, great, excellent ball control. You can't go down the lane all of a sudden throwing the brakes, and you're going to look for someone to throw the ball to. Once you're committed, you got to go all the way in, stop, pop, see if you can make the two points. Somebody's got to start doing that for Warriors. They, they can't rely, continuous rely on their outside game that they have in the past, which they've done a good job of it, okay, just off here tonight. Not a lot of outside shooting tonight. Connor Flood, I'm not sure how many, how many points he had. I know he was in double figures. Yeah, he had 10 the other night against Winford. Haynes had 17 uh, last night against Winford. It's very tough to have an incredible night like they had last night versus Winford and then come back the next night and do it again. That's hard to duplicate, I think, at this level. So lots of uh, good things, though, to look ahead to for each of these teams as there will be some of the top seeds in the uh, LB district here coming up in postseason time. And 
I mean, that, speak again about just how good that district is. There's going to be a good team or two that's left out in terms of, you know, who is able to advance to the districts because you have the two teams here tonight, Hopewell and Mohawk. Mm -hmm. You have Calvert. You have Old Fort. You have Arlington. You have New Regal. That's six teams right there, and only four can make it to the districts. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, who's, uh, who's out on that bunch? I don't know how that stands, but uh, Arlington, they're at the top of the BVC, aren't they? They are. I think they're either second or third in the BVC. So they're. Oh, they're yeah. I know they're not at the top. I know PG's PG at the is top. Pandora your boy. Yep, you're right. Well, I think you'll see Hopewell Loudon in districts and and probably Old Fort for sure from this area. Um, Calvert has a shot. They just need to win out, I think. But if New Regals showed anything wow, yeah. this week, they got to win against Old Fort. They almost beat Calvert on Tuesday as yep. well. You never know. And unfortunately, we saw the other night at Calvert for New Regal, Matthew Flores just didn't show up. And not taken away from the defense of Calvert. They play great D also, but your number one offensive scorer has to show up. Okay, he's in the top five in the league and scoring and free throws. I mean, everything. The kid's got stats beyond belief. He has to come into the gym and he has to produce every night. So a big win tonight for Hopewell Loudon is they win by a score of 46 to 44. Evan Kreese with the majority of those as he finished with 28 mm -hmm. of those points here tonight, including Another go-ahead shot for him. He's second over the last few weeks. Yeah, he's just underneath the bucket, battling like wild, trying to get that rebound and put it back up. He's always in the mix every time, every, every possession. Donovan Crease is just down there. He's, or Evan, excuse me, Evan Crease is down there underneath the if bucket doing something. If you combined those two, oh, yeah. Couldn't that you? would be a, yeah, they're already you? both good at their yeah, own right. Yeah, they're very, very good. I'm looking down at my stat sheet, and Donovan had eight. Carter Yarborough, quiet night for him tonight. He's usually pouring in threes. He also was another guy who had a lot of foul trouble tonight. Yeah, he did have foul trouble if you look at some stats. So he's right up there in the three-pointers percentage big time. He's fourth in the league with three-pointers made. And he's got 30 of them already this season. Add the, you know, add one tonight, that's 31. So he's pretty much, you know, he's a big three-time shooter. And like you said, he had foul trouble tonight. He's a quiet night. Braden Martinez, quickest kid on the floor. Incredible. I love the spin Moody has to go to the bucket. It's intimidating. It's, you know, it just it leaves defense stunned. They don't know what to do with it. It actually looks like a high college move, and it looks really, really good. He's got it mastered, so good for him. Um, so they're going to come back, I'm sure. Again, you know, I don't know who the Chieftains play next. Do you have their schedule in front of us? I, I do not. I don't either, So, but I don't care whoever it is. I would believe they have a league game on Tuesday knowing yep. the SBC, but we'll look could, that up could not tell you who they're playing you, off the top of my head. You can discuss that Wednesday night on the NWO Frickers Sports Show and from the Frickers studio, and we'll go from there, and we can talk about that. But, again, if they, whatever teams are going to play the Chiefs, they got to be. They have to be aware of the fact that they're going in, going to need to get some points early because second half Chiefs play incredible basketball. Again, your final score: forty-six to forty-four here tonight. Hope allowed in the win over Mohawk. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here on Classic It's ninety-six-seven WBBI online through WBBI.com, and I mean. Again, just to exemplify how back and forth this game was, Mohawk a two-point lead after one quarter. They led 12-10. to 10. Then at halftime, Mohawk had a five-point lead, 23-18. to 18. And through three, it was where Hopewell Loudon started to take a little bit more control. They had a three-point lead, 35-32 through three. And then Hopewell able to get the shot in the final few seconds to get the 46-44 win here today. We've seen that multiple times from Hopewell. And that's why I keep saying well, I don't know. They just find gas and more air in the tank 
to keep coming back, coming back, coming back. And we saw that the momentum tide just shift. In the last fourth quarter, the tide went back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, a big three by Chester off the glass, a three by Hunter Haynes. I said good morning, and, you know, the momentum was huge. But then Chieftain's some right back, score again, and Evan Kreese is right in the mix of things to wrap it up. So that'll do it for us here tonight. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. And thank you to everybody back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios helping us to do the Lawrence work here today. And as well, thank you to Mohawk and their athletic department allowing us to come here and broadcast in very tight quarters because of how packed this gym yeah. was. But yeah. certainly thank you to them for allowing us to uh, come well, here and broadcast. That tonight. just says the you know how great these athletic teams are and how great this school district is. And all these school districts around our area has you know great athletic teams and fans and follow them and it, it makes it fun to come here and see that the sportsmanship and the fan support the district support and all the support from the you know all the way starting at the top all the way through you know educators athletic directors everybody i think in this community they're trying really hard and doing a great job this is lance morris signing off here from mohawk thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball here today our final score one more time hope allowed in a 46 44 win over mohawk thank you for listening we'll catch you in the next one Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork. And by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.